Hey everyone, welcome to a special Bassmaster Classic Weekend episode release. In this episode, we talk with a current Bass Pro Tour pro. Our guest for this episode is the one, the only, James M.F. Watson Worldwide. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Stitcher, and CastBox. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Envision Fishing Podcast. My name is Curtis Clark and I'm here with my co-host, Richard Clark. We have an exciting guest today. He is super awesome. He is um, fishing in the MFL Tour right now, or the Bass Pro Tour, and he is probably one of the best guys I have seen ever on any video that has to do with fishing. How do you... You you bet. He's great. So, Rich, do you want to be the one to introduce him? Sure. Everybody, James Watson, otherwise known as Worldwide, JMFW Worldwide. So, <laughs> so we love that. We absolutely 100% love that. Yeah, I, I do have a question about that, James. Yeah. Is it James, motherfucker, Mr. Fantastic, or more fish? Uh, more fish, kid friendly. Okay. It's really a, whatever you want to plug in there. But the MF <laughs> is the first choice that you selected is the proper MFs. So that's adult friendly. The Mr. Fish or Mr. Fantastic or more fish. Uh, that is kid friendly. So gotcha. universal. Universal. <laughs> I like it. That, that's awesome. I think that's so awesome. So Cody Meyer gave me that nickname pulled up to me one day or just BS. And he goes, if it is James motherfucker Watson, (laughs) I like the sounds of that. We're going to use that. Cody Myers, the one on the circuit that like, he's responsible for most people's nicknames. Yeah. I I, I heard that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, so I have another question about about the nickname things. Where did worldwide come from? We just added that on at the end. I just said I told him I said I'm worldwide. Well, you should be. If that you're works. not, you yeah. should be. Yeah. And we're gonna help you get there. Thank you. <laughs> I will take it. So, so there is one thing that we want to start the show with. For, um, that's really important to my brother and I. We want to thank you for your service in the military. Oh, you yes. bet. I had a good time, boys. People thank people thank veterans all the time. You know, I'm I'm certain that all veterans appreciate appreciate that. But what people that may not have had the opportunity or been able to serve, what they don't realize is a pretty damn good job, and it's fun. It is. You're actually talking to. Uh, I am a vet myself. I was in the Air Force. Uh, My daughters. Yeah, you bet. 
<laughs> I know where that's going. <laughs> um, my daughter is at my. I have a daughter that went into the Air Force. Also, she uh, is actually fifth generation. So awesome! That's awesome. Yeah, this, and this is a family of veterans. That's for sure. Awesome! I appreciate that. Ex- except me, they disqualified me because I'm like legally blind and stuff. Yeah, I tried. Well, he can't see shit. I can't see nothing. Well, well, you'd make a good target then. <laughs> That's kind of so. Really, push, push Curtis up to the front. He can't see what's about to happen. So, so okay. So that's really funny and not funny at all. That's pretty much. No, you, you laugh, Rich. Um, so I. I tried for the Air Force. They quickly told me no. And then I tried the Army, and they were more reluctant to tell me no. And I literally was at MEPS and had a recruiter tell me, well, we could just put them up front and just push them to the front whenever we start losing. That's right. That's so, right. That's it's a method and a technique. <laughs> so it kind of hits home, James, man, trying to send me out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all you need to all do right, is I, be able to throw a hand grenade. Hey, I can That's do it. that. Weapon I can throw choice. far. Yeah. Uh, so what were you going to say, Rich? So I, I I was watching some videos last night and doing some research, and one of the biggest things that popped up to me is you got to fish with Jimmy Houston. Yeah. Yeah, I got and to spend the whole day with him. You are a lucky, lucky man. He, he just seems like the best guy. He is the hardest working man in the industry. And what, what really? I mean by that is what people don't realize is we just don't fish. We, right. Fishing's part of our job, all right? Jimmy's up there. He's like 100, 112, something like that. <laughs> you know, he still competes though. He's still in tournaments. But what right. I mean, that that guy has got a gig somewhere every weekend, whether it's a Bass Pro store or a an opening of, of something or or a big uh, uh church rally or you know, it, it just it's it's amazing how much this guy is on the road and working. He's he's I want to be just like him. And he can still catch those bass. To shoot a show like that, to pack a lunch. Because Jimmy ain't coming back unless he gets enough shots. I mean, he'll be out there till dark. Really? I literally, that, that, what you were watching, I literally froze to day because Jimmy <laughs> wanted to catch another fish. I'm like, oh, this guy ever die? Die. Die. <laughs> and every, every fish he catches is bigger than yours always. Yes, yes. And then and then he informs me. They said, you're supposed to let the host catch bigger fish. Myself. <laughs> Myself. Like, Is that how it works? I said, you invited me. So, so I have a, <laughs> since we're talking about, you know, the classics of the bass fishing world, I have a question. Have you ever fished with Bill Dance or Hank Parker, any of those other, Roland Martin or any of those other guys? Uh, not... Not those three guys. No, I haven't. I've, I've fished with uh, Rick Clun. Rick Clun's and, Rick Clun is yep. amazing. He, he's yep. he's a legend in his own right. Yep. Like he's yep. awesome. 
fun, uh, uh, Jimmy, you know, and, and a lot of the modern day gurus. That's about it. You know, Ish Monroe, Ish. Ike and Ellie. Okay. Oh, yep. now, now, okay, hold on. We're going to take a pause for a second. Rich knows why we're going to take a pause. You just mentioned <laughs> my man crush. I can Ellie. I yep. is okay. So I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I can write. You got rejected out of the air force. I know that part. Yes. I, I got rejected <laughs> out of all military. They were like, we don't want you. You, you will shoot us. It, we don't want that. So, um, when I catch a fish, I am probably one of the few guys that can compete with the amount of sound that comes out of my little body with Iconelli. <laughs> Why is that? I, have, I mean, you, you just don't catch very many fish. No, I, well, not since I moved to Alabama. But it's involuntary, is what it is. It really is. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Iconelli because he's not afraid to show his emotion. And it, yep. like he's. He is awesome. I actually watched you on his show last night again for like the 10th time. Yeah. And he's, I love Ike and Ellie. He's, he's awesome. He's, he's my dream to meet. So, I mean, you are definitely my top three. It's actually, I, I'm not going to lie. It's Ike and Ellie, you, this is no bullshitting and Gerald Swindle. And I've already met him. Yeah, yeah. Well, you picked a pretty good bunch, me being the best. Of course, um, of course. <laughs> I mean, of, you are by far I'm, the best. I'm, I'm good buddies with Gerald. Um, Speaking of Gerald. By the world, somebody hasn't reached out to Gerald Swindle and I to start our own fishing show is beyond me. I am I with mean, you. That dude yeah. is the fastest talking Southern boy I have ever met in my life. I'm the only dude that can keep up with him. I, I don't know. It. So, so. It, it, it's all about comebacks, one liners, and all that. But Gerald's also could, he could qualify as a stand up comedian. I mean, this cat's got, you know, he thinks about things. He's, he, he, he's not only good from the hip, but he's good from the script. He can do it all. He's great. He yeah, was, he, and he's so, he's so. He's there for his fans, too, which was really, really neat. Because when I met him, yep. he was really cool. I told him straight up, I was like, I'm having a really hard time catching fish on Gunnersville Lake. He's like, it's a hard lake, but don't get discouraged. Mm -hmm. And really built me up. It made me feel good. That night, I caught a fish, so it was good. But good. good. I have a question about you and you and Mr. Swindle's um, friendship. Yeah. Um, I've saw two things recently. Yep. I saw a picture of you and Swindle in bed together. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. How did Lulu Sometimes feel about that? Sometimes we're room dogs. <laughs> share room. Cut down on expenses. Expensive out here. I'm sure. So no. Yep. Uh, I saw that on I think it was like Instagram or something. That was that was one of the funniest things I think I've seen in a long time. Uh, uh, and Rich and I both saw something. When we were both doing research, now mind you, we live six and a half hours apart, uh -huh. and we were doing research at the same time and happened to come across something. Did you really send Gerald a toenail with um, goose crap? Uh, a Ziploc bag that had a bunch, like three months worth of toenails. Oh, please. God. <laughs> he loved it. 
<laughs> I think he sprinkled the, the little gift box and sprinkled the gift box on. that you send him. Yeah. Yes, in the gift box. The gift yeah. box. Yeah. Oh, the gift yeah. box was hilarious. Yeah, I oh. think he chopped them up even more and sprinkled them on uh, Glenn salad one night. Oh, good God. <laughs> oh, God. Don't tell her. <laughs> you know, she she might be tiny, but you know she'd tear both of y'all up, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, the, the whole comedy thing, and I don't know if this was meant to be comical or not, but your uh, elementary video. Oh, yeah. It's elementary. That that, that was, was a blast. That was my uh, my buddy Rob uh, Campbell uh, from uh, Major League Fishing or Winter Calm. He come up with that idea, and uh, we shot that. How many cameras did you have on that boat? Uh, I think we had thirteen. <laughs> Holy crap! <laughs> yeah. I'm like thinking hmm, I need a second one, and y'all had thirteen cameras. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Percy a GoPro, of course. Of course, of course. Of course. Yeah. Oh God. I we both I happened to see that one too and I was I was crying. I, I work third shift, so this is actually my nighttime. So yesterday morning I saw that video and I'm trying I'm like laying in bed trying to go to sleep and have you playing on my iPad and I oh, got Lord, to that. That's, that's alarming. It, it it wasn't too <laughs> alarming, I promise. Kind of like a lullaby. <laughs> I gotta do my research sometime. My wife doesn't like when I'm watching fishing videos twenty four seven. Well, you did research, that's for sure. Yeah, we we yeah, dug deep. We dug I, deep. I have to ask one more vi- about one more video that I watched that I I had to stop it because I couldn't get through the whole thing without tears. Was the Table Rock Crash Course Part One? Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, who did that one? Russ Dozer did that one, and I didn't you were, know he was rolling the whole time, and I didn't yeah. know he was going to put the whole damn thing on there. I had a, <laughs> I had a damn bass that made me so goddamn mad trying to catch that I thing. Could, I could tell I'm, as, as you're going through it. Yeah. I'm like, there's one lure, two lure, three <laughs> lure, four yep. lure. I lost track. Yeah. I knew I could catch him because he wouldn't leave. He was just that stupid. But the bad thing about it, what you didn't see is when I first saw it and I told uh, Russ, I said, here's one. I'll catch that. I said, that one looks good. And uh, I pitched up at it just to see how it act and went right down on it and ate it. And I jerked it away from him. Yeah. I would have. He was a one flipper. I turned a one flipper into a damn 30-minute nightmare or 40-minute nightmare, whatever it was. But I wasn't yeah, that was, until that I caught was, that damn thing. I can tell. Yeah. It's, it's funny that he just kept rolling through the whole thing, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that's It made nice. for a good amount of entertainment, I can tell you that much. I got a lot of shit from people on that. I'm like, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, damn it. That, that bass would have been, like I said, he was a one flipper and he was done. So, Well, you know what? Wow. I don't care what anybody else said back then whenever you put it out and they gave you shit. 
I believe you 100% that it took you at least 12 baits. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was agony. So, That's very simple. Yeah, we, I, do have, I do have a little bit of a technical question for you. Yeah. Because I'd never heard about this. Uh, speed worming. Uh-huh. What is it a certain type of worm or is it the weight? How much weight do you use? I mean, I've never seen it, never heard of it. And you were with Ronnie Green when the yeah. first time I saw it. Yep. Ronnie Green, good buddy of mine. Ronnie actually one year on the FLW tour when he, he was a co-angler for a couple, three years. And uh, he uh, was my practice partner. We'd meet up at okay. tournaments and he practiced with me. And uh, Ronnie's uh, prior service, he's an old devil dog marine. And uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. It, it, uh, anyway, we we were down in Florida, which is a, like the best place in the world to throw a speed worm. And um, you just you know put an eighth or a three sixteenths pegged. Uh, I, I use a five aught uh, extra wide gap hook, and I okay. use the big speed worm more than I do the little ones. And, um, when you say big, do you mean like 10 inch or? Well, there's two sizes. Okay. Cause I've never there's used a little one worm. and there's a big one. <laughs> okay. You can, you can put a tape measure to it if you want. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're side by side of each other, one's big, one's little. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I get that. I, I understand. So you so you just run it across the top of the water? Is that what? Well, I tell you what's key to that. Really, what the best thing you need to have around you, or what kind of water? Grass. It works excellent okay. in grass. I'm not saying it won't work in other ways. You can slow fish it like you would a Texas rig worm in a brush pile out deep on okay. the bottom. It works good too. Just dragging it on the bottom. Uh, but the most effective thing is reeling it. I like to throw it and reel it. And I've okay. caught them at Harris Chain, caught them in Okeechobee, I caught them say in Rayburn, I've caught them at, uh, matter of fact, I had a real good last time I was at the Potomac River, I had a real good finish at the Potomac River on it. So that's a long ways from Florida. That yeah. So yeah. so being a little bit closer back to Florida, when you say grass, um, would like because I know you've been to Gunnersville, and I'm yep. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I I've had the hellacious trying to figure out that. So have you noticed that um, Midwestern lakes are way different than Southern lakes? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Once you get north of Seminole, it changes. Oh my God! Like it's. Yep. It's so bad. Like and so Alabama's been kicking my butt. Not going to lie. Yep. It's it's hard. It's a rough lake. It's heavily got a lot of pressure. So would does speed working speed warming work there too? Yeah. Yeah. It, it Dunnersville, uh it will work there. Yes. Awesome. It, it, I I like it when bass are coming up to spawn. Uh I like to throw it and throw it around cuz I can fish it really fast. So Good to know. Um, cover water, covering water. That's the big thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> Thank um, you for that. I will be trying that in two or three weeks when I go out to Gunnersville. Yep. Now, here's another little thing I like to do. <clears throat> and it doesn't have to be a speed worm, but I'll take 
Um, I'll take a uh, Lucky Strike makes something. It's a Cinco version. Uh, it's called a Pal Stick. And I'll cut the end and square that Pal Stick up. And I will use a screw lock and put a three and a half willow on a swivel, cheap swivel on a screw lock. And put that on the end of that pal stick and reel it around. And you just reel it into the grass. And then when it gets to clump grass, you just reel it through it. Or you kind of pump the rod a little bit, jack it through that grass a little bit, let it fall down a little bit. Um, and uh, they seem to like that spinner on the back of that thing at times. Ronnie Green taught me I that. I would have never thought about doing that. Yeah, we me call either. it the Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, Ronnie Green takes Ronnie Green gets credit on that one. Okay, Rich, ask oh, another uh, question. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I got. Since we're talking about worms, I, I always got to ask everybody: Have you ever used the culprit uh, worms? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, I have. Do you like them? Sure. I don't, you know, here's what's funny about our fishing versus 20 years ago. Everybody now makes good product. Everybody. I agree. They really do. uh, I'm I'm from bass boats to big motors. uh, Well, trolling motors an exception. There's only one real good trolling motor out there right now. And that's a Minkota Ultrex. I have one of your sponsors that I I haven't been fortunate enough to be able to partake in, but I I've heard something about some fudge. Oh my god! Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. In case you don't know it, which most people already know, the best fudge comes from Uranus. That's yeah, what... it does come from Uranus. Yes. They pack it tight, and it's just the best fudge you could have. There's there's a video that you uh, shot sitting on the bank outside, and uh, I have the exact same T-shirt that you had on. Oh, the the Uranus Fudge Factory T-shirt. Yep. Well, you you you've obviously come down I-44 to one sixty three mile marker and witnessed the little community of uranus missouri it is awesome so so i've been down that and i've seen it but Mm -hmm. my wife wouldn't let me stop we were going to pick up something and we had time limits so i couldn't get to try the damn fudge well you should open the door for and push her out (laughs) she was driving (laughs) it is it is some of the best fudge though it really is oh man you know, at certain times of the year, you can't ship out the fudge, so the fudge packers don't uh, stay as busy in the warm months. Yeah, pack and ship, yeah. ship out the fudge. But yeah, that yeah, Uranus Fudge Factory, man, their general store. If you ever have the opportunity, you're cruising down I-44, Missouri, halfway between Springfield and St. Louis, you'll see it over there off the 163 mile marker. You've got to stop in. He has bus loads. It's now a destination point on a lot of the bus yeah, trips. And uh, yep. he's Louis, Louis King's his name. He's the mayor of Uranus. Um, 
he's he's an awesome dude. He's he's an innovator. He is. That that place is. They got axe throwing there. That you know the general store, yep. restaurant, Chick- bar, everything yep. there. Chicken bones. He used to have strip club there. He closed that a couple of years ago, reluctantly. So. Oh, I didn't see that. No, you didn't, because it's been closed for a couple of years. So that's how Louie got a start in the Fort Leonard Wood area. There is in 1998, he opened up uh, Big Louie's uh, Cabaret. Oh, I remember seeing the sign for that. Yep. Yep. Is it really bad that I was like, I remember that from when I was like 18. Yep. That's bad. No, it's not bad. <laughs> so, so nope. since I mentioned one of your sponsors, I want to na- name it. I want to talk about another one of them. And okay. just because I looked them up, I had never seen what I, I never heard of them. And I looked them up and I told Rich this morning, I want like four of them. Okay. Doc sticks. Oh, yeah. Dude, they're yeah. so freaking cool. They're ingenious. Dude, that that is that was uh, developed and innovated by Gail Julian, the owner of Jewel Bait Company, so no Jewel Jig, and uh, he worked on that and worked on that, making sure he had the right elastic uh, uh, bungee cord inside of it, that the metal pipe was the right length. You know, it's really cool. I have two of them. Now, I could have four, but when I pull up to a boat dock, you know, I'm usually not there very long. So I'll put one on the front and one on the back on the same side. And it keeps my boat pushed away from the from the dock, no matter what kind of waves are happening. It's it's a pretty neat deal. And, and again, you take it from boat to boat to boat. So one time purchase. So Yeah, they right. I, when I saw the picture of that, I like it blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god, why has why have I not known about this? Well, yep. I have, I've only had my boat for a year, but that's besides the point. I was like, that's the most ingenious thing and most functional thing I think I've ever seen. Yep, it's a really neat deal, and we will sell the living dog crap out of them at the classic. Oh, I'm I'm sure. Are they a newer product? Uh, we blasted them last year. To, introduced them last year at the classic. Oh, dude! If you guys don't sell a just butt ton of them, I would be yep. shocked. We sold a ton of them at the FLW Cup in uh, in uh, Washita last summer too. So, yeah. So, Matter of fact, I got to rem- I got to call and ask Gail how many he's bringing with him to the classic. So, speaking of different places that you've fished and you the tour and everything, um, I have a I have an opinion question, I guess you could call it. Do you okay. have a lake, since you've been a pro, like a touring pro, have, mm-hmm. do you have one lake that really stands out more than the others? Like that I like or that yeah, I Yeah, that you like. Or either or, or both. That would even be better because I'm sure. Yeah, actually you, both would be better. Yeah, because if, if you don't like it, if you don't like it, uh, I don't want to go there because I'll probably cuss a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I absolutely hate Kentucky Lake, Lake Barkley. Really? Passion. Got it. I might yeah. actually be staying on Kentucky Lake Friday night on my way to Missouri. Well, good luck. I'll pray for you. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I've only fished, I've only fished Kentucky Lake uh, about twenty minutes one day. Um, actually, the same weekend I fished Gunnersville for the first time. We were down yeah. at Gunnersville vacationing, and I we stopped on my way back and fished Kentucky Lake for about twenty minutes, and it went from eighty and beautiful to a. I, I'm pretty sure it was negative seventeen in twenty <laughs> minutes, yep. and the wind went from oh a nice little gentle breeze to a typhoon like style like hurricane wind yeah. it was horrible but yeah um, i was like yeah i'm not cool with this let's go now let's get away from yeah. this hellacious weather i even when it was good i still couldn't catch them there ever i'm intimidated really? by ledge tournaments so even to this day so wow. it's kind of funny that you hate that lake our our dad our dad both our dad he um did the team man it was years and years ago they did the team like i don't even remember what they called them but it was like the semi-pro bass master thing that they had uh yep. dad came in second at kentucky lake back in like 88 89 yep. maybe 91 man so yep. like i have an i have like a love for that little that lake that i've never fished but I don't know if I want to fish it after talking to you. Well, <laughs> sorry, Kentucky Lake region, Paducah. Um, <laughs> home of, of, of Benton, Kentucky, home of FLW. But I've been really? there. I know I've fished at least at least 10 tournaments there, and I've never made a check. No never even got close. Wow. It gets worse every time I go there. So I'd take a day uh, off. If you want to talk about favorites. Yes, please. I love lacrosse. Where's lacrosse? Lacrosse. Lacrosse, Wisconsin, Mississippi River. Really? Full seven, eight, nine. Um, you, you, y'all do that in the middle of the summer, right? Uh, summer to fall. I've been there both. Uh, okay, because you know, up in Wisconsin, it gets cold. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> do not go up there until it's unfrozen. So. <laughs> Yeah, I but mean, that fishery, <laughs> Okeechobee, I love Okeechobee. I've got an almost 100% track record at Okeechobee as well. Um, nice. Uh, I kind of like I like Fort Loud and Teleco where the Classic's going. I fished twice there, once in a FLW tour and once in a PAA. I think I was 16th in the FLW event and fourth in a PAA. Both of them were in April. That was that was a good thing. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Nice. You're welcome. So I met my uh, nice. my other one of my best sponsors. I got at Reliable Chevrolet in Springfield, Missouri. So oh, yeah. you're next to my suburban. You, I'm getting service. I know exactly where you're at. Yep. Um, yep. So I actually had so an, what I had do you think about there. what do you think about Norris Lake? Uh, I love Norris Lake because it paid me damn near $100,000 one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that, that's a neat lake. Um, uh, what, I got five days on it, five and a half days on it. And I yeah. got the crap out of them every day I was there. But that's a I, fall. I saw that's a, when I sell. Is it? Yeah. It was, it was. I'm, I'm a big buzzbait person, and I saw that you were using a buzzbait. Do you remember? I, I could see the black spinner. Mm -hmm. Was it a black skirt also? 
yep, I was, I think I was throwing a gold bladed black skirt toad or, a, or was it a black skirt? It was black. The body was black. So okay. it was either a, it was either a toad on a buzz bait or it was a buzz bait with a black skirt. So, okay. Yeah. Cause that, that's, a, that's one of my big, the, the culprit and then the, uh, buzz bait are my yep. two go-tos basically. And I saw that you were throwing it and you don't see a lot of guys throwing buzz baits. No, um, I get hung up on it pretty bad. I caught most of my fish that I weighed in that tournament. Um, I probably caught 13 of the 15 I weighed on, uh, a whopper plopper though. So, so, so since you mentioned, I gotta get one of those. Oh, dude, you'll dude. love them. You will love yeah. them. I I dude. bought I bought four of them last year. This time last year, and I never really used them. I used them a couple weeks ago, and yeah, well, I mean within minutes. Well, dude, they just slammed me. Yeah. Um, okay, so when I have I, a question. Why? When I got to Norris Lake a couple years ago, guys, I got. Uh, we had three days of practice. I got there in the middle towards the end of the first day of practice. I launched my boat and driving around looking at things. And I, after an hour or so, I caught about a three-pounder on a horny toad. And the way he ate and where he ate at, I was like, ooh, this could be a really good tournament. Went to another spot, pulled up, looked good, caught another three-pounder on the toad. So, so why do you use well, the whopper plopper over the buzz bait? Um, I just mix it up. Sometimes the the main factor is how how windy is it? What kind of chops on the water? So if if it's a little more chop on the water, I'll go with the the whopper plopper. So oh, okay. Another thing is how many people are throwing buzz baits? How many people are throwing whopper ploppers? Now that I've ruined the Whopper Plopper, and like any chance of having it, you know, only amongst three or four guys, now everybody has five of them tied on. Um, hey, I only have two tied on to my seven out of my seven rods. Only two of yep. them are Whopper Ploppers. Yep. Um, speaking of that, too, we're going to be at the uh, McGee booth at the uh, Classic. Probably this is already here. This will air after the Classic one. Um. I actually this might this might make it in the week of the classic. I I'm okay. gonna double check my dates. I'm not exactly okay. sure, but it might be the week of the classic. You know what? Well, classic week. I might do two that week, so I might do the one. This will make it by the classic. There you go. Well, Cash and Rods is going to be in the McGee uh, Outdoors uh, booth at the classic. There will we be will be introducing my new uh, plopping rod. And my new spoon jacking rod. Oh, sweet. So yep. you've got two coming out. Yep. The only two things I know how to catch bass on. <laughs> so <laughs> so you mentioned a spoon. You you mentioned your spoon. Like you have a river to sea spoon. Yep. Which is actually goes back to earlier when we were talking about that um that package you sent to Gerald Swindle, that gift box with some spoons mm-hmm. in it. Yep. Yep. I, how do you okay. use a spoon for bass? The only thing I've ever used a spoon for is trout. Well, I got to fish quite a few years ago with a with a buddy of mine, Mike Utzler. He runs the loose trailer all over the country to high school, college, and pro events. And uh, he introduced this to me 
years ago here on Table Rock Lake. And it was nothing more than flipping. At the time, it was a Bass Pro uh, spoon that we sold out of after I had a TV show with it and uh, sold out of it. And then they quit making it. Now they make one that ain't worth crap. Uh, or not nearly as good as the old Bass Pro Nitro Flash. But anyway, long story short, I got uh, showed that years and years ago. And I'm just evolved it into the next level stuff dude that's awesome yeah I, I like the way i like the way yours the way you describe it where you throw it in the back of a dock and it goes towards the front i love that yep yep it what's i went to simon uh at river to see and I, they've been a sponsor of mine already for oh, a year and i asked him if he would be willing to do a royalty deal with me and help me with this idea because nobody Bass Pro doesn't make the spoon anymore, but I'd like it to do this a little bit better. So he went to people that's way smarter than me and not near as good looking as me, I'm sure, but way smarter <laughs> than me. And I told him what I wanted to do <clears throat> and he did it and it's perfect. So Nice. It, it, it does are already when are, it flips in the water, it goes away from you, and that's better than any other spoon. And that's already out, right? Yes. Yep. Sweet. Matter of fact, I hope I hope by the first of May we'll have our two ounce version. So, so I'll definitely be getting one of those or a couple of them actually. You bet. Cabela's is literally <laughs> about eight minutes from my house. I'll be going there soon. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotta get me some of those. So I so we talked about the buzz bait versus whopper plopper thing. Um I saw a video where you said you use braid on a whopper plopper. Why? Absolutely. Well, when you get my new plopping rod and seven <laughs> to seven to five gear ratio uh pro qualifier or uh eight three Johnny Morse platinum reel with 50 or 65 pound braid, you'll see why there's no stretch to braid. See, I, I use, I use fluorocarbon a, a lot and I use yeah. like 17, 20, you know, pound fluorocarbon. And I really like that. And I've, I've never really used, um, braid except on like a few of my spinning rods. Mm -hmm. And I use, use braid on my spinning rods with a, probably a 20, 21 foot fluorocarbon leader. Um, but, but, but braid such, such a great, anytime you got, anytime a fisherman can get away with the biggest, most badass equipment and then do it. And topwater fishing allows me to fish with 15, 65 pound braid in the clearest of clear water. Uh, braid doesn't stretch, braid doesn't sink. Um, but the most important factor is it doesn't, it doesn't stretch. And when yeah, a bass the, the hits, fish isn't... go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, when one hits my lure, my, my buzz bait or my plopper, I don't jerk. I don't pull it away from them. I let that rod, the bend of that rod and the no stretch of that line do the hookup for me. So I'm nearly just sweep or reel until I feel that fish and then I'll pull a little harder on them, sink them hooks in. So if you got blind and stretches, guys, 
that stretch that stretch and topwater fishing is generally enough to give the fish the best odds of not getting a hook sunk in her jaw. Okay. All right. I never thought about it that so, way. That's yep. dude. That's awesome. Okay, so you were on Facebook Live the other day with Allie from MLF. Uh-huh. And you said you would choose a chatterbait over a spinnerbait. No, did I say that? You did. I wrote it down. <laughs> you totally what was, said what that. Was, what was the situation? There had to be a situation. Well, I wasn't listening that intently. Well, I certainly had a reason that I said that. It had to be a circumstance. There probably hell no, was. I throw a spinnerbait way more than I do a chatterbait. Okay. I was yeah. wondering because I was like, that's, you're not Iconelli. I mean, Iconelli will throw a vibrating jig every chance he gets. Yep. Yep. Which, uh, I, that's the one thing I, that I me get, and him I'm don't. better at throwing it. That's one thing me and him just don't see eye to eye on. I mean, I've never met him, but we wouldn't if we were eye to eye. Um, I can't catch crap on those things hardly. I'll throw a spinnerbait all day long. Yep. Yep. I'm more of a spinnerbait guy. But I've, I in grass situations, bait. you better have a chatterbait ready. That's what I've heard. And I've, I've always got, I've got a whole box full of chatterbaits. I just never hardly use them. Half of them yep. I don't think I've ever used. You want some more boxes of crap that never gets used? I'll sell you some. <laughs> <laughs> See, the bad thing is, is the stuff you don't use is probably the stuff that's full in my box that I do use. You probably got dozens of them. <laughs> so, 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 Rich, do you have anything else? Well, I did want to, you touched on uh, the Bass Pro, uh, Pro Qualifier. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I got three of them. I love those reels. I do. It's a hundred bucks, unless you got them at the spring yeah. uh, fishing fair and they were fifty dollars. Oh, I know. I'm so mad. I was so mad. Yeah. I missed. Well, it. I, yeah, I got one of each. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I do. That's that's a. Uh, I know the model they made like five or six years ago was nearly bulletproof. Um, I still using reels, you know, still using reels that are just won't, won't die. And I do zero maintenance on my reels, zero. When it's done, yeah. it's done. I, uh, uh, it gives me a little fit or something like that. I'll set it aside and I'll sell it to somebody or, or I'll give it away to somebody. So, oh my gosh. So. I do love those reels and my cash. Yeah, I do. I do too. I, I have a couple Flugers and the, the best, the uh, qualifiers, they just stand out completely to me. Yep. So, well, I do, you guys, you mentioned something earlier before we went on there about my hats. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't, I, it's even on my list and I've, don't even know why I didn't remember. You're very effective and efficient. I'm. I try to be. I try to be. That's why. That's why they didn't take me in the uh, military. Apparently. Uh, you need yeah, you're, uh, three things that, that the army did for me. They prov- that provided me. They provided me a purpose, the direction, and the motivation. 
Curtis, you might need some I, of that. I, you, <laughs> I might need some of it. I, I, I don't disagree. So, so tell, <laughs> and being his older brother, I don't disagree either. <laughs> Perfect. You know, I have a purpose now. I get, I, I, I do a podcast where I get to talk with guys like you. That's my purpose now. Is this how you make your living? Because if it's not if yet, that's so. Okay, no, okay. not yet. I, I, hopefully one day. Hopefully one day I'll be able to. I'll be able to make a living doing this. I love that. There you go. Yeah, so, your uh, your hats, your contest that you got going on. Oh, this can you is, tell us about that? Oh man, this is going good. You'll find this on my Instagram or my Facebook and my website, jameswatsonfishing.com. And what I've done is I've linked up with most of my sponsors um, this year, and the worldwide hat sales have, have been good, but this. I said, I'm going to ramp this up to next level stuff. And if you buy a worldwide hat, we'll ship it out to you in a box. And in that box, you will have discount cards from multiple sponsors of mine, from Maxima Line to, to um, uh, Lucky Strike or 25% off Jewel Bait. All of them have these codes on them. You punch this code in and order these off these uh, websites sponsors websites and get fabulous discounts but on top of that every month is a different month if you buy a hat for every hat you buy you're entered into a, that monthly drawing the last month was a cal coast giveaway we give uh the winner uh stephen golden was the winner from Siloam springs arkansas he won a cal coast uh, battle box money beam clip and pull and base sack uh wow. Probably, wow yeah a little over a hundred dollars worth the month before lucky strike uh i think we give over two hundred dollars worth of lucky strike product this month is megaware kill guard you can get a megaware uh, uh flex step for your boat uh kill guard that you put on it's a self uh, do-it-yourself kill guard and uh something else i forgot all that's from megaware so at the end of the year Everybody that's bought a hat for every hat you bought, you get entered into the year-end drawing. Year-end drawing is for an HDS 12, Lawrence. Yep, I'll be definitely nice. buying a hat. Yep. I'd love to be in, <laughs> I'm gonna, entered into that. Dude, you know how expensive that is? Yes, I do. I was looking at them last time I was at Cabela's. Yep. So so they're twenty five ninety nine if you buy them online. If you buy them direct from me, like at a show or something, I usually discount them a little bit and still write your names down and we get you into the drawings. But um, also with that, guys, Bass Pro step, stepped up and gave me a bunch of $5 Bass Pro and Cabela's gift cards. So a lot, awesome. of people, a lot of people, I'll throw one of them in their box too. So you might end up buying a $25.99 hat and getting a $5, $5 uh, Bass Pro or Cabela's card all the discounts it's like i don't know six thousand dollar value <laughs> at wow least, that's at awesome least. Yep. So, so, so speaking of um in person you're are are you going to be down at the um lake, at smith lake in coleman alabama yes for the bass pro tour stop number five yes i yep. i will see you there yep. all right i like that pond that's are, are you going to make it I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Did I you ask get... if I was naked? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, I was, I was gonna... wanting to. I was wanting to see if uh, are you going to be at the Bass Pro in St. Louis at any point? Do you know? Uh, no, and we just got done with the Spring Classic. Um, my buddy uh, Scanlon worked that one up there. But no, I don't oh, wow. have anything for the for the uh, for Bass Pro up around your way. All right. Well, do you want to tell everybody how to how to find you on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff? You bet. Just follow me uh, on Facebook. It's James Watson Professional Angler. On the Instagram, it's the real James Watson. And in my website, jameswatsonfishing.com. And keep an eye on us this year on Major League Fishing. We're going to be on the Discovery Channel, Outdoor Channel. Um, of course, the website and MoTV gives you every episode or my outdoor television for $100 a year. Gives you every episode of a uh, Major League Fishing that we've had. Takes about a week for them to get up once they air. That's Sweet. awesome, man. I want to thank you so much. Um, I know you have been absolutely a dream to have on. Uh, anything else you want to say, Rich? No, I'm I'm good. I think we I think we've covered about everything we could. I think I think so too. Um, the only thing else I like to do at the end of the show is I just want to remind everybody to leave the wildlife and the nature the way you found it, or better. Make sure you guys definitely clean up after yourselves and if somebody else has left a mess please clean up after them too it just does nothing but make it better for everybody else that's right thank you again james i really appreciate your time and we have had such fun and hopefully we'll talk to you soon thanks for having me guys